to Make Every Media. This is Michael Furstenfeld. Next up in our Summer Spotlight series, it's another story of Texas resilience from independent audio producer Michelle Dahlenberg. Full disclosure, this episode also happens to feature another very good friend of ours, Stephen Robinson, who, in addition to being an amazing and compassionate human being, also happens to be our old college roommate and very first Patreon supporter. Michelle first met Steve and heard him speak at MimCon 2020, a virtual conference we produced in December of that year, where he was giving a talk about healing through video games. Originally, Michelle thought she might make an audio story about that very subject with Steve, but over the last year and a half, the idea morphed into what turned out to be a beautiful and vulnerable conversation between two incredible humans about what it's like to be a chaplain at a hospital in the midst of a pandemic. I just feel so grateful to know both of them and to be able to share this conversation with you now after surviving what's being reported as the hottest week, seven-day stretch, in the recorded history of weather in Austin, Texas, going all the way back to the 1800s. Please stay cool out there as you listen to the following story, an audio interview with Chaplain Stephen Robinson by Michelle Dahlenberg, originally created for a new resiliency research center at Texas State University. This story is called Who cares for the caregiver? When I work at the hospital, watch nurses work their tails off, trying to help folks. It's their calling, it's what they do. They're good at it, they're tired. You're just worn to the nub. That's Stephen Robinson. As a hospital chaplain in Austin, his job is to provide comfort and spiritual guidance to sick patients and their families. He also supports hospital staff. This is a recording of an online sermon Stephen gave as a guest pastor a few months ago. And it's, I think I'm just, I'm just tired. Sick of this pandemic. Sick of watching people die. Sick of suffering. It's so hard. I feel so spent. Healthcare workers have had some of the most unrelenting, exhausting experiences during the pandemic. Stephen is worn down. But yet, he keeps going back to work every day. I sat down with him recently to learn how hospital staff like him stay resilient in the face of anger, exhaustion, and at times, despair. How do you go through that over and over and over and over and find yourself at the end of the day and go back home and transition back to your family? How does that work? Hmm. Well, that's a great question. (laughs) Um, Resilience is something that, I mean, I think uh, certain folks have more of a knack for it than others, Um, but it can definitely be honed and built and practiced like a muscle or something. During our conversation, Stephen shared with me some lessons he's learned about building resilience. The first one, be aware of your own story. What are your own kind of hang-ups or um, wounds? So that when you encounter people, 
that are having something similar to you or something or an experience that helps you get in touch with your own wound that you don't uh, enmesh with them that confuses your story and their story. Second lesson, have a ritual when you leave work. Sometimes that's just hanging up your badge or putting away your keys or listening to you know, certain music on your drive home, um, offering a prayer, um, or, you know, taking a walk around, you know, I water the plants, you know, anything you can do to kind of like create a markation between that time and, and home time, their lives and, and your lives. The third lesson, get centered and get support. Some days, even with the most practiced emotional boundaries, some cases touch him deeply. And I'll, you know, I'll go home and I'll need to cry about it or um, need to talk to someone about it or just or sometimes I just need to hug for my wife or um, and then I can take a big deep breath and walk the dogs or whatever it is kind of help me kind of get recentered and settled and come back and do it again so who takes care of you the, who who cares for the caregiver is the, yeah yeah um, it's hard for folks that are caregivers by a profession or nature to accept care or to recognize when you need to seek seek it out. Um, so we try best we can to, to practice that. And we actually have a weekly time that we gather as a, as a department. And so we meet and just talk about how hard our days was or if we need help with something. Um, and when COVID was really bad, I was, you know, I was finding myself like, you know, chaplains would come in sit down at the desk and be like, and just big old sigh. And I was like, I'm like, hey, how's it going up there? And we just talk, you know, talk right then. So I found my, we were all kind of chaplains for each other. Fourth lesson, express the big scary feelings. Remember Stephen's online sermon? It was about anger. But something that I've had to learn as becoming an adult, as becoming a mature Christian is that my anger is okay. Your anger, it's okay. It's our emotional responses, how God made us. When we see something or feel something or experience something that's wrong, when something's unjust or unfair, when someone suffers for no reason. Writing and preaching that sermon was therapeutic for him. Because it, it gave me the opportunity to really sit down and kind of force, you know, force myself to really articulate what I'm feeling and how I connect that to my understanding of the gospel or understanding of um, you know, good human living. Fifth lesson, remember your purpose. Stephen believes that people in healing professions can develop better long-term resilience by connecting with their mission for their work. Asking themselves questions like, Why are you here? Like, what? why do you do this? <laughs> why do you put up with what you have to put up with? Why, you know, work these hours, be on your feet this long? Why, you know, why is your heart in this work? What is, what is your motivation? What is your mission? So how would you answer that question that you asked the nurses and the staff? What keeps you coming? Yeah. Uh, some days are harder than others. Um, in terms of feeling like your work is really meaningful. 
Uh, and then you knock on someone's door and um, they say, you came in exactly when I needed someone to talk to you about this really heavy thing. And you have a conversation that exercises all the things that you've been trained to do and how to actively listen and how to kind of provide spiritual assessment and interventions. Um, you know, some days, some of the hardest days in people's lives and uh, in ways that are really helpful. And you're like, ah, this is it. At the end of our conversation, Stephen told me one more lesson he's learned about resilience. Don't forget to celebrate the good things. Can you think of any success stories over this past year, places where things went better than expected? Something that we do and have done, I guess, for a while, um, since I think the first time that a COVID patient got better and left the hospital, we called it a code sunshine. And we would line up at the exit. There's a big, big long hallway uh, towards the north entrance. And, you know, staff would come line up the whole hallway and we'd play um, Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles over the overhead. Ah, it's making me tender. And wheel them out. Applaud. Sorry. I don't, I don't even know who kind of started that practice, but it was having a way that we could celebrate as a community with the patient like we got through this and that was worth celebrating in this very kind of public way um yeah just it and it just filled us with hope that <sighs> that there would be more and there were tons you know lots of people got better lots of people went home that you know got to live their lives again got to be with their family and there's so many things worth celebrating you know kind of the miracles that we're able to pull out of our hat um the people that did get to go home uh, make it worth it to go back to your question about what is what is hopeful is about again celebrating the good things that happen not putting a silver lining around it, but just to celebrate and be grateful for the things that that do go well. That's an important part of resiliency too. It's not just reacting to these tough things, but uh, celebrating the good things too. For the Community Health and Economic Resiliency Research Center of Excellence at Texas State University, I'm Michelle Dahlenberg. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Steve, George, John, Paul, Ringo. All of the music in this episode, except for that last track, and all of the music in the previous episode, and a lot of the music in the next episode, is from Blue Dot Sessions, which you can find at www.sessions.blue. And that last track was a cover of Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles, of course. That story was Who Cares for the Caregiver by Michelle Dahlenberg. 
Stay tuned for next month's final summer spotlight piece from Michelle, featuring special education teacher Ignacio Valdez and the restorative power of Tejano punk music. And if you haven't already, check out Michelle's last episode on our feed, Casey's Winter Storm Story. You can hear even more of Michelle's work at michelle-dollenberg.com. That's Michelle with two L's, and Dahlenberg is D-A-H-L-E-N-B-U-R-G, michelle-dollenberg.com. And just a reminder, if you want to catch Make Every Media Conversations, play-alongs, deep dives, or music performances live before they're edited, the easiest way to do that is to follow us on Twitch or YouTube and turn those notifications on. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, get early access to newly edited episodes and help us keep making new episodes, supporting us on Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee, or following up that Twitch follow with a Twitch subscription, even one of those free ones that come with your Amazon Prime account. Those are the things that are going to keep this machine fueled for the long term. Links to all those can be found at linktree.com slash makeeverymedia. Michelle's project through Texas State University is coming to an end this year, but she's going to keep making these pieces about resiliency because she can't help it. She's got more stories to tell, and we would love to support her in that and keep broadcasting her stories and new episodes of Make Every Media and Grief Orders and Come and Take It by Beth Webster. But this stuff takes time. Producers often do this work on top of their other jobs and all too often entirely out of passion. Our dream is to be able to pay producers like Michelle a full-time salary to make amazing radio like this. I mean, passion is great, but it can only take you so far in a winter storm, or a heat wave, or a pandemic. Community support, patronage, coffees, those are the things that are going to help in the long term. And also the Beatles. The Beatles always help. <laughs>